This is episode 135. What I can't figure out is anything. Brought to you by Here's the Deal. (laughs) We're thinking about wrapping up this whole brought to you by thing. (laughs) Coming to you from, you know, what have you. Coming to you from, this, this may be in the past. We're not sure. It's starting to it's starting to kind of weigh on us. You know, we're we're struggling with where yeah. are we coming to you from? What are we brought mm-hmm. to you by? We just oh actually, you know what? what? I just realized we're we're brought to you by Righteous Ryan's really rigorous rectal exams. <laughs> 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 if you've got an itch that you just can't you just can't scratch, then come in for Righteous Ryan's really rigorous rectal exam. Rigorous? <laughs> Rigorous, righteous, <laughs> righteous and righteous exam. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, but if if I can be serious for a moment, <laughs> prostate cancer okay. kills you guys. You really need to uh, get, this whole get that shit checked. Thing. No, I wanted to say get that shit checked. Okay, now you can go on. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I you know you mentioned is it worth keeping, and I was immediately like, you know what, you're right. Yeah, it. The it's, trouble it's is, fun, we feel obligated like, to I, do it. Right, I mean, that's what happens when you're 135 episodes in. Yeah. It's kind of, like, expected. So, but I we need the new tradition to be, we'll say whatever we feel like saying, and you'll be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, that's the old joke, you get your money back, you know, and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that, you, Maybe that'll be the thing. So, episode 135, uh, you know... Rec- what I don't know is anything, and or whatever. Yeah, and then it's like, it's the tone control... Uh, money back guarantee. That's our that's a tagline for the whole show now. Is that gonna get just as old? I think oh, I, I it's like the already I like the just as old. <laughs> I like the variety we had every yeah. episode of the title and then something else. Uh-huh. But um I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is a exceedingly long introduction. <laughs> oh yeah, have I even played the music yet? We haven't actually said it's the tone control. Oh, shit. It's the tone control. <laughs> Ping! Feels Correct. like it's been a really long time, and I had to yeah. actually look at the calendar today to see if we missed a week because it just felt like it's been forever. Even though it's really not, um, we the the last episode we had the tone jerks on, and I th- it must be because that was like a special episode, and then the one before it, or the the time we podcasted before that, we right. were on their show. Right, so now right. it's like, oh, it's just us. It's like kind of back to normal, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess. Um, I guess this is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It felt like I had to definitely all day. I was like, oh, I can't forget to do the podcast later. I can't forget. And just <laughs> constantly reminding myself of like, got the podcast tonight. Okay. All right. Got to remember. And I don't know. It's just a weird, it's weird how that happens occasionally. Our schedule yeah. gets thrown off for like one week and it makes us three weeks behind. <laughs> right. It's, it feels, uh, it feels weird. Yeah. What, what, what can I say? You know, but today, felt sort of like a weekend day because I I spent the day with Aria because yesterday she came down with conjunctivitis. Oh, dear. So she did good. She made it to past 
three and a half before she got conjunctivitis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's fine. Um, but we, we actually were able to get some eye drops like that very evening. So okay. by the, by the morning she was already feeling a lot better and, but she had to stay home from school cause it's like really contagious, right? For right, like 24 right. hours until you start treating it. And then, um, but she'll be able to go tomorrow. Um, but I didn't have any work. I just had my forced off day. Mm-hmm. And of course we're, we're recording the podcast now and I'm not like mega stressed on work, but I'm probably going to have to work tomorrow night. Well, to stay where I wanted to be this right. week. But that's, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, it's my privilege to be able to stay home with my kid and not have to, like, find a random sitter and tell him to put gloves on or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? Kind of a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I am now wondering if I've ever had conjunctivitis. This is pink eye we're talking about. Yeah, it's pink eye. I don't know if, um, like, I don't remember really being a, a kid her age, and I don't, I don't know if I've ever had. I'm trying to remember if I ever had like eye drops put in by my parents. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had it. And I would have to ask my parents. Yeah, I mean, I've never had it diagnosed that I know of, but I feel like I had something that I thought was pink eye in like my twenties. I mean, and you can get it at any old time, really. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like kids are constantly like sticking their fingers and everything, so it's just like, well, yeah. obviously they, you know. But yeah. uh, I didn't like treat it with it. It just went away. Yeah, I, and I remember it being not that bad. You know, it was sort of it's just not like that big a deal. I mean, I, hands I a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I see people at work who are like, um, "I had pink eye yesterday, so I, that's why I was out. I'm getting over it now." You know, yeah. they're they're out of that like quick, uh, yeah, yeah, contagion window, right? So they come back to work and they're like, "Oh, okay, you look fine." You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. So that's good. All right, well. Hope she yeah. feels better soon. All the way better. Oh, soon. she's already better. Yeah, she's she's fine. And she's Good. she figured out eye drops. I mean, that was horrifying for her the first Ooh. time when I started to explain what was going to happen to her. She was like, she just like her lip starts quivering while she's listening oh, to no. me. And I'm like, okay, sweetie, it's okay. It's going to be fine. It doesn't hurt. It just feels funny. And yeah, then it just um, feels cold. Like yeah, <laughs> and then it kind of scared her. And then like the second time we did it, she was like pretty champion about it. It's funny. I remember the first time. I switched from like a liquid medicine to a pill form mm-hmm. or like maybe we were out of the liquid kind. So I took a <laughs> pill kind and I could not really get that. Like, you, cause your whole life to that point, you're, you're you trained to chew everything before <laughs> yep. you swallow it. And mom's like, don't chew it. <laughs> <laughs> Just swallow it. And I'm like, it's hard to oh, hey. until you like, get used to it. It's hard to like even yeah, manage to do that. It is, and I remember like it like not being able to swallow basically, and getting like it was starting to dissolve with like all the water I was drinking and the friction yeah. of like trying to get it down. And yeah. I just like spit out this little nugget of pill, and my mom was like, "Well, you got most of it, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, "What am I supposed to do now?" Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Pills are a lot easier to take with a straw. Just protein. Huh. Um, the thing about the straw, though, is like you gotta you gotta go right down. You can't like use the straw to get water in your mouth and then like wait a beat and then swallow because that's the same as just taking a yeah. sip from a glass. So you're but saying it, you like you like make the straw situation into a shooter? Pretty much, yeah. You just oh, you man. know pill in the mouth and then just suck it down like real quick. Like you're just taking a big drink out of a straw, and boom, it was like it was never there. This is a very alien technique to me. Every time I take something with a straw, 
it's which isn't that often. It's always like, did I drop it? Like, <laughs> did I accidentally <laughs> spit it out? Like, where did it go? <laughs> You're like it's a dog. Like, like you stick yeah. the pill down their throat and they shake their head and like, what was that? What the hell just <laughs> happened? <laughs> Our trick is to um, we coat. We just like get a like a finger full of peanut butter. Yeah. And we just stick the pill to the roof of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like if I did that, so well, you 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 get lucky. Uh, some dogs would like lick, 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 and then spit it out. Like no, they managed to like find it. <laughs> I mean, knock on wood, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. But Charlie's a champ about taking medication. Oh, that's good because it usually means he gets some peanut butter, which is the ultimate yeah. treat for him. So right, he's into right. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. He, he's all about it. So I've anyway, given Emerson pill a uh, 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 Benadryl. Something. Actually, oh, really? and he had heartburn issues for a little while. So he's had like pills with him. I always like I, I used to try to stick it in one of those treat pocket things or whatever, and mm-hmm. he he would be like, "Nope." So I just like grab him, pull his mouth open, and stick it down the back of his throat. <laughs> he kind of goes, and it's gone. Yeah, Charlie, we just get like for his like monthly flea and tick heartworm stuff. Yeah, we just get him super hyped about it. Oh yeah, like, we make him do all his tricks, and we make it seem like it's a really big time good treat, and then he mm-hmm. just inhales it. Just bam. So <laughs> Emerson's flea and tick stuff are all chewables. Yeah, and, that's and what Charlie has. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, he he like I just hand, I'm like, hey, dude, it's medicine time. He's like, all right, gobbles it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> dog talk. He um, <laughs> if, if we if we switch treats on Charlie, he'll like be hyped to get it, and then he spits it out, no matter what it is, even if it's a straight up dog oh, treat. So just like if it's a new thing, he's if like, if it's a Wait. new treat, he's like, hold on, and then he like kind of plays with it for a few minutes before he really goes for it. Um, yeah, and it, but if you try to take it back from him, he's like, "No, it's mine." <laughs> like he, he knows he wants it, um, yeah. but he just won't eat it right away. So, That's so with funny. the the medicine, we're like, "All right, you know, uh, lay down, sit, turn around, speak, shake, shake with the other one." You know, like yeah. every last thing he can do. He's this must be high value. They're making me do everything. Yeah. So and then he just wolfs it down. So yeah. Well, awesome. It works. Could also just smear it with peanut butter. I do think he would just eat it at this point. The, <laughs> yeah. the vet told us like the newest one, they changed the formula and they're like, pretty much all dogs love it now. <laughs> so, okay, sure. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Huh. So, uh, what is this, back. 135? Yep. That's many. Yep. Yep. Welcome back to the tone control, the dog control, the, the pink dog eye control. control. <laughs> Later on, we're going to talk about guitar stuff, maybe. Yeah. If you're lucky. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. All right. All right. Hey, you know, but before we get to guitars, let's talk about beer. Am I I'm right? Actually, I'm actually drinking whiskey because I forgot we were doing this. But, um, <laughs> well, here. Nice. There you go. Nice. So, um, apparently, uh, Reverb.com stole our... I'm going to take this as a win. You know, this all this means yeah. is that someone at Reverb listens to our show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we clearly weren't doing anything with it. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean, they were like, they tried this thing a couple of times and it flopped. So It flopped and they're terrible at it. So maybe we should do it for real and show them what they fail at. 
So yeah. what am I talking about? Craft beer or boutique pedal? It's beer or gear. It's a real quiz. Yeah. <laughs> and this came out. So National Beer Day was apparently April 7th. So oh, they that's posted Tyler's this. birthday. Oh, I forgot his birthday. <laughs> Damn. You're too I'm busy on like, National Beer Day. I'm usually pretty good about that. Like mm-hmm. remembering w- without Facebook assistance. Yeah. You know, people that I actually care about remembering birthdays. What was I doing on the 7th? I must have been very busy. Because I, I did. This year. I, I did remember it. Um, but maybe like it was sometime in early March. I was like, oh, this, this dude's birthday is coming up. <laughs> yeah. um, and I spaced it. Well, oh, you know what I was doing? No. Go to the movies. Uh, <laughs> That's the day we went to see Captain Marvel. Anyway, uh, so it's, um, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We've saved it until we were on, on recording. Yeah. So it's time to take the quiz, beer or gear. I hope it shows us the same quiz, right? I don't think it will. Um, mm. Should we take it individually and then compare? Or should we take them? Let's just do it publicly. Okay. Well, what's your first one then? My first one is La Flama Blanca. Okay. I do not have that. <laughs> okay. So, and the, the choices are pedal, beer, or both. <laughs> Ooh, oh God. La Flama Blanca. I, I have th- Coral Adder. Coral Adder. I think that's a pedal. Coral as in like the sea the, creature, the, though. <laughs> Not like C H. It's C O R. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, yeah. what other kind is there? Oh, I see. Yeah. No, I, I, I think coral adder. I think it's a pedal. Okay, I'm gonna go for it. Are you ready? Yeah. Pedal. Correct. All right. So, what do you think, La, La Flama Blanca? Uh, La Flama Blanca. I'm um, feeling like it's either beer or both. I think Maybe it, beer. I think for something to be both is a little too much of a crossover. Although uh, there is, I did find Big Muff beer a little while ago. Mm, mm. Um, that's pretty obvious, though. I think I'm leaning towards beer on that. Beer. Okay, we're clicking it. Correct. Oh yeah. Farmhouse Wait. ale brewed by Cloudburst Brewing Company. Next question. Oh shit! You know what I just realized is going to happen as what? we go through this. Eventually, we're going to get the same question, and you're going to know the answer already, and I'm going to know the answer already. Oh. Well, we'll see. Uh, next. Let's not make flight, this take all night. <laughs> yeah, flight delay. Oh, that's a pedal. Oh, I don't know. It could be a beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could be. It could be. And like, it would the beer would be referencing like air travel. Right, you right? missed your flight because you were yeah. buzzed on the beer or something. <laughs> so maybe right? it's both. Uh, let's go with both. Ooh, it's a beer. Okay, focal banger. That is a beer. That is a beer. We're clicking it. Correct. Made by Alchemist. Uh, Alchemist in Vermont. Yeah. P- makers of Heady Topper. Right, right. Um, okay. Eau Claire Thunder. A U Claire. Ooh. Oh, oh, all Claire. All Claire. Yeah. I don't. All Claire uh, Thunder. I don't think that sounds like a pedal. Beer. I then? don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna go hard, with beer. Man. It is, in fact, a pedal. Damn. Uh, Pilney the Elder. That is a beer. Pliny. Pliny. Oh, right. <laughs> Dyslexic again. Correct. Russian oh. River. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just got that one, so beer. <laughs> okay. Zombie Dust. I had one of those last weekend. Definitely a beer. Focal banger, beer. Um, zombie Dust, beer. 
So the gray, problem is that gray stash. What was it? Gray stash. Gray stash. That's a pedal, I think. Okay, click and pedal. Correct. Yes. A fuzz pedal by Fuzz Rockus. Fuzz Rocious. Whatever. <laughs> Purple haze. This is tough. <laughs> Both. I don't know if anyone is like. Is that? Is dumb, not dumb, is lame enough to call a pedal purple haze. <laughs> so you think it could just be a beer? Could be. I do know that uh, Treehouse makes a beer called Purple that is a hazy IPA, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's called Purple Haze fully. I don't know. I'm going to go with beer. Okay. It is both. It is both. Damn. Oh, it's a All pedal right. made by Rocktron, of course. Gray stash, got a pedal, yeah, okay. All right, uh, Dirty Little Secret, you know this one. Oh, that is a pedal. It's definitely a pedal. Unless anybody, unless it's also a beer. Oh, Oh, it's it's also a beer. Yeah, damn Pedal and bread. Yeah. Made a pedal. Sorry, we knew it was a pedal. The beer is made by Kiyuka. Oh, never heard of that is with a K. Sun Lion. Sun Lion. Both. I don't know. (laughs) Both. Nice. It is a pedal. <laughs> what's what's coral adder again? What did that turn out to be? I don't remember. <laughs> um, it was a pedal, right? Yes, I, I genuinely yes, don't remember. Okay. All right, space race. I don't know. I'm gonna go pedal. Yeah, it's definitely the same nope, question, just both. in a different order. <laughs> space uh, race is what, both. What, what was Auclair? Auclair Thunder. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, <laughs> I quickly forget. It was a pedal. Okay. By Dwarfcraft. Yes. Purple pulp, Haze is both. Pulp and Peel is a pedal. It's, that's got to be a beer. Do you think so? Because Pulp and Peel, it's a compressor from JHS, I think. I don't know. I'm going to go just pedal on this. Boom! It is the JHS compressor. Downward Spiral. Jeez, uh, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be a great name for a beer. Oh, damn it. I just got Dirty Little Secret and clicked pedal. It is, in fact, both. (laughs) Oh, I got both on this one. Downward Spiral is both. I just got that as well. Mr. Black and a Winmer Brothers Brewing. La La Flama Blanca was beer. View results. All right, here we go. I got a 57%. (laughs) Hold on. I'm not done. Space Race, was that both? I don't care. Oh, yeah, it was both. Sun Lion. Pedal. Yeah. I got 78. Holy I, shit. I think I, I think I cheated. I definitely misclicked a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, at the end there. All right. Well, that was fine. That's fun. Yep. We um, had to do it. I know that was lame for the show, but I saw this in my inbox and I was like, you are kidding me, right? It is beer or gear. Yeah. We I have mean, to do it. They took it farther than we ever could and I think they really did take it as far as it could possibly go because it's really not going to be more interesting than about six questions worth and by the time you get to 14 you're just clicking them because you don't care anymore (laughs) so that's that's, that's fun let's move on All right. Uh, what up now what up now kids it's uh (laughs) it's the Richter double double guitar strap
the Richter double guitar strap. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Why do I need to wear two guitars at once? Well, you are wrong, my friend. Well, if you're <laughs> Matt Heafy, how do you say that? I think it's Heafy. Heafy? Heffy? Heffy? From Don't Trivium. Know. Apparently he needs two straps. Not for two guitars. Yeah. He just <laughs> got a one guitar. He's got to really strap that guy on there. Um, so this is okay. This is uh it was announced on April 1st, and then the headline for this um gear news article is uh Matt Heafy and Richter launch a double guitar strap on April 1st. Turns out it's legit. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a guitar strap that it's it's two parts. It goes over both shoulders. Yeah. For for a single guitar. I'm not joking about that. Like, right. <laughs> right. Like it attaches to the strap pegs and then it has like another like strap. Like a nylon strap that goes under the strings between the pickups. He's pictured here with a Les Paul. Yep. And I, uh, the, the point is that It's like, not going to work if you don't have a Les Paul. It's Les Paul. Yeah. Double humbucker guitars in general, I think would work with this. Um, which yeah. you know, Trivium is a metal band, so that's that's going to be the thing. Yeah, but like, he's his whole thing about this is like, you know, we just come off this huge world tour, and you play these heavy guitars all night. If you like heavy guitars, you're going to obviously be wanting to play those, and yeah. if you do that every single night, it's kind of not great for you. Um, which is definitely a, a real thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, actually, it looks sort of like if you've ever had a messenger bag with the crossbody strap. For yeah. so, so the the second crossbody strap, excuse me, that goes under, you know, it's like turns it into a, a real backpack, so it doesn't just swing around. Yes, my camera bag is a sling, and then it's got like an under armpit right. yeah. clip um, that sort of secures it. It's kind of like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in concept, in that you're you're going over yes. the other section, but. So um, ergonomics are important for career musicians. Totally true. Actually, I don't know if I mentioned this to you. A long time ago now, I got a massage for the first time. Oh. And it was sort of just like a, you know, hashtag self-care kind of thing. And they were working on my left shoulder, which is guitar shoulder. And it was noticeably, like as they were kind of doing the thing to it, it was noticeably tighter and felt different than my right shoulder. And they were kind of like, oh, what's going on here? And I was like, I play guitar. It's my guitar shoulder. And they were immediately like, oh, yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Got yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, but it's not something I feel walking around every day as like my left shoulder feeling different than my right, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm also not a touring musician. So I think there's some value here. However, is there anything dorkier than this? Uh, uh, not, not much. It, this guy looks like he thinks that he looks very cool. I don't think he looks cool. I don't as, think as cool he looks he so cool as he thinks he looks. Um, it's, um, so they want 159 euros for this. I mean, it's all leather and I, it might be handmade. It's, it's a very nice high Hi. quality strap. Richter makes good stuff. <laughs> I just think. I don't know. I wonder how well the guitar moves on you. You can get a really nice leather strap for $50. Yeah. A a nice wide one too. Cause like if you have a wide strap on a heavy guitar, that'll help it, you know, Mm -hmm. feel a little lighter. But like, I just think this looks super, super dorky. (laughs) Like I can't think of another word for it. the bullseye. It makes me just want to like, just scream nerd. (laughs) (laughs) 
It um, it reminds me of how dorky I felt playing the saxophone in high school with the neck strap that you have to wear to play a saxophone. Yeah. Um, if you're not like an actual cool jazz guy and you have to wear that neck strap, it's just not cool. It can't be. And this yeah. reminds me of that. It just looks like that, you know? It uh, Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, I do wonder like how the guitar moves on you because I definitely... I know how my guitars are going to kind of swing around my body when I'm playing a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if this would limit that in any way, in yeah. a way that I'm not used to. How are you going to do your guitar spins with this? I just well, think, you, you, you're just not. You're just not. I mean, it'll <laughs> cut your head right off. It, <laughs> it'll kill you. It'll kill you. It popped that head right off. I don't know what this character is that I'm doing. I don't either. Um, I also, I think the photo here is really funny. Matt Heavey <laughs> looks very angry, very aggressive, very uh, metal. Rock and roll. He's got his tattoo sleeves and his white guitar he's that looks firmly rad. firmly gripping that guitar. And then he's like, ergonomics are super important. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's pissed because his neck hurts, dude. He just barely, like, my neck yeah. stopped hurting yesterday. Don't be me. This is what this picture is saying. Yeah. I don't think this is going to take off. Nope. Um, it's it's kind of silly looking, and unfortunately, like that's that sucks because it is. I, I on <laughs> one hand they... agree that like it's helpful to have yeah. like that weight distribution. Sure, but, but no, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so, do you think um, releasing on April first? He kind of thought, let's see how this goes, and then I can pull it either way. <laughs> you know, like know. if it goes I mean, really bad, he could be like, "You nerds bought it." So it's a German company, it said, right? I wonder, yeah. is April Fool's Day strictly an American thing? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if they released it kind of not knowing that everyone was going to take it as this huge joke. Uh, no, I know it's not because the um, production expert people are primarily UK and they they do the whole thing. Hmm. So it can't be. Well, anyway. Oh, long-standing customs, UK, Ireland, Prima, uh, Poland. Oh, I see. They have the Polish word. Nordic countries, Lebanon, Spanish-speaking countries, Israel. The Wikipedia page mentions many countries. I'm not going to read this, but it seems fine. (laughs) Seems legit. It's not just American, everybody. Okay, good to know. You learned a thing today, everyone. Or did you? Ha ha! It was a prank. Okay, let's zip right along. Which you weren't expecting because it is April 18th. Uh, (laughs) Sup now. So what do you you think? Uh, Oh, shoot. Check this out. Hot hot brown. Kentucky. (laughs) The Kentucky hot brown pedal board. The, the Kentucky Hot Brown. So um, these are like fun pine pedal boards. Yep. Um, before we get into it, though, I do want to give the shout out to Righteous Ryan. This oh, came, yeah. So Righteous Ryan emailed us on April 2nd. And because I got a new phone between <laughs> our last email and this most recent email, I legit had off. no idea. I never <laughs> set up the tone control email on my phone, uh, uh, my new phone. I totally forgot because um, it uses my 
main account as my primary login and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and he was he kept messaging me on Facebook. He's like, yeah, so you know, got that got that small builder. I think he said like coming your way or something or like you know coming up. I was like, yeah, cool, all right, I'll keep an eye out for it. And then just never got an email because we don't get that much email. And I logged in one day, and there it was from like two weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so anyway, um, he provided his own uh, intro, I guess. Oh, that's good because, like I said, yeah. I was with my kid all day. <laughs> good. So it's it, this is brought to you by Righteous Ryan's really rigorous rectal exams. Oh shit! Get it. Yeah. If you've got an itch that you just can't scratch, <laughs> <laughs> they come in for Righteous Ryan's really rigorous rectal exam. We are in no way licensed or accredited by any recognized U.S. institution. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Solid so, work. The Kentucky Hot Brown. I think this mostly uh, got sent our way because Righteous Ryan bought one of these bad Larrys. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know exactly which one he got off the top of my head. He did tell me, and mm-hmm. I forgot. But these are really nice handmade pedal boards. Um, we often, Righteous Ryan will send us pedal makers, and that's great. And we actually have another one later in the show. But we don't really talk about uh, other accessories and stuff that mm-hmm. often. So we're doing a pedal board builder. It's a husband and wife team out of Louisville, Kentucky. And just look at it. They're great. Yeah, lots of shapes, um, some more minimal than others. Uh, It looks like they're all, for the most part, following the scheme of uh, the slightly tilted with room underneath for your power supply kind Mm -hmm. of deal. Is that that kind of what's going on? That's what it looks like, uh, like a wedge shape. And then some of them, the bigger they get, they have like uh, second levels. They have, um, most of them employ that, that uh, like channel in the middle of the board for you to run your cable right. through and stuff like that. So it's yeah. kind of like the pedal train style where there's like the rail and then the gap, except instead of the gap being the equal width of the rail, it's a much smaller, like it's mostly wood. It's mostly yeah. pedal board surface. And so is um, the idea that then you would apply Velcro to this? Because the finishes are beautiful. It makes they me are beautiful. not want to stick anything that. to it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'd maybe want to find a different way to to stick my pedals on these things. Because yeah. yeah, I don't I wouldn't want to just run the whole thing across with pedal uh, velcro because I you know, when I get a new pedal board, I cover it edge to edge in velcro so I can put whatever I want wherever I want, and it nothing is really bound to a specific location mm-hmm. if I want to change you know, like if I want to get a different volume pedal and it's a different size, uh, it doesn't have to go in that spot necessarily. This is tough because these are like hand-finished, hand-painted and stuff. They look great. Fun stains and figuring. Um, Yeah. He's using some some colored dyes and things to really bring out the wood grain. It seems like they're, for the most part, pine. I think so. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, Well, some of them are seeing some cedar. But I think there's a lot of pine. The um, what Rogers Ryan did for us is he actually did the, a little Q and A with them. So there's oh, okay. a, there's a in our email there's um, some responses from them that we're going to post on the website tonecontrolshow.com, and it's just a quick little thing. But they do point out where they source their wood. Uh, it's yep. all local uh, to Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, but they have mostly. Um, Let's see. They get most of their stuff from a really close place that does Baltic birch. It's like very local. Mm. Um, and then the other stuff they have is pine, cedar, oak, walnut, cherry, African. Is it Paduk? Padauk? Padak? 
Paddock. Paddock? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Paddock makes the most sense. Oh, look at this anyway. one. This one's got um, built-in I.O. Yeah. Jacks and a lot the of side. them have like ports on the side for you to pop your own. Uh, like if, if you're running like a, a, what is the thing? A power strip under your board. Yeah. You can just run the extension right out of the end. Or you can have like the in and out, like the locking it's almost yeah. like a speak on, but it's for a quarter yeah, inch. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a locking phone phone jack. Right. Fono phone, uh, not Fono, but oh, this yeah. one's got the IEC plug on it and everything. Yeah, it's cool. And, and they've got also on the if you look at if you go into the product page, you can see a bunch of other photos of it. They've got some that are pictured with what look like 3D printed pedal uh samples to like yeah. give you an idea of how many pedals you can fit on it. Yeah, yeah, kinda, I see that. Kind of smart, kind of smart. This one already has Velcro. Yeah, they've covered the whole surface basically with Velcro. Yeah, I would feel really bad about doing that. Whoa, check this one out. Desktop pedal board. What? Wow. So it's like um Where, uh, where is it, that? It's it looks like it's set up at like a 30 degree angle from vertical. Oh, uh, damn. and then it's got like a rack space in the top. That's probably a 19-inch rack space. So this would be like for a studio Whoa. use, oh, right? Wait, like dimensions here. Yeah, it is a 19 inch rack space. That's wild. Needs Open rack back design. So 20 yes. to the bottom. That's lovely. That's Beautiful a great piece of idea. Furniture. Yeah, like if you were always using, like if you had a, like a, a pedal right. collection for yeah. your studio, like this would be an awesome place to have that set up. That's yeah, and an awesome then idea. Um, it looks like at least two or three U worth of rack space in the top. It doesn't have rack ears, but you could stick whatever in there. You know, your 11 rack or your or fractal. Uh, axi- or... Yeah, your fractal or whatever the hell. Yeah. Pretty this is sweet. rad. It's 18 inch depth. Yeah, so it's the second level is six and a quarter inches high. Does that tell you how many U it would be? Um, six and a quarter inches. Well, it's more than three. Um, just looking down at, at mine. Um, yeah, I would it, think that that's probably in the range of th- between three and four. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have ears in it right now. It doesn't have uh, rails, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you'd you'd get some rails and put them in, or or not, that's or you dope. just set the thing in it. You know. Yeah, it depends. And this is obviously something that's designed to stay put. Yeah, so it doesn't really need to be screwed in or anything. Very, or maybe you just cool. screw it right into the wood. Maybe it's exactly 19 inches. <laughs> you could. Um, is that what the depth yeah. of it is? Yeah, so that's probably um, I'm looking at all their finishes, too. So you can get a custom thing built with them. You can call them up and say, I want this size with this kind of accessory, whether it be the port or the I.O. on it, and then in this finish. And they've got, like, just a crap ton of finish options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this one's got the IEC with a little power switch on it. I didn't even see that. Like a little toggle. That's awesome. These yeah. are great. Yeah. I The thing is, though, as beautiful as these are and as, as much as I would like one, I would never want to bring it anywhere. Right. Uh, I was like, where's the, be, where's the, um, ATA cases that fit these, right? <laughs> that too. But like, I just don't want, I don't want that at a gig. Like the thing about yeah. the pedal train that I have a really hard time, uh, moving away from is the 
just ruggedness of it. It's so in like yeah, it's, it's just aluminum. black black aluminum. Like what's yeah. what do you? And you don't care if it gets scuffed. Right, and it's lightweight, and yeah, it's yeah. super, super functional and stuff. And these are super, super beautiful and functional. But if you're like gigging a bunch of bars yeah. and stuff, I don't think it's super practical. To because unless you don't care that it gets beer spilled on it, it gets dinged up, yeah. and scratched, and I just wouldn't want that. Like it deserves to be well kept, I guess. Yeah. And that's the same the same problem. I don't feel like it deserves to be covered in Velcro. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, they answered a bunch of questions for us. Um, kind of talk about their design process, new projects, um, anything else that you know they want us to know. They have built over fifteen hundred pedal boards, and uh, that's custom and standard models. They're rated five stars on Reverb.com. So if you want to take a look at these uh, and you're thinking about getting a new pedal board, I would encourage it. They look dope. Yeah. yeah. Wow, these ones with the... I mean, it, it's simple, but when they've got the input and the output and locking quarter-inch jacks and then a switchable IEC on the side. And this one, mm-hmm. essentially, the bottom is like a, a drawer, like swing-down drawer face. So you open it up and like stick your power supply under there, route your cables, close There's it so back up. There's so many options. Yeah, and, like, it's just got, very convenient and and nice. they start they start cheap too. I mean, you can get one for thirty three dollars. Granted, it's pretty small. It's shown here holding four pedals, but like I, I saw this page. And I was like, hang on. Like they're sorted by low to high, but it was like 30 bucks. The minimum buy-in on any real pedal board from any other manufacturer is like at least 75 or 80. Yeah, yeah. They've got some cool designs that they've got the ones that are like raised all the way. And then some that are just um, like a flat board with like a little Mm -hmm. kicker on the back. They've got some that are totally flat, flush to the floor. Yeah. Good, good. Oh, those little demo pedal, those gray demo pedal things. Those Mm -hmm. are woodblock. Are they? Yeah. I, I couldn't just, tell if it was... That's just woodshop stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. It looked a little 3D printed because I thought I could see like the printer lines. Oh, no, because yeah, you're seeing wood grain. Just He just primed <laughs> it gray. <laughs> that's funny. Loving oh, yeah. It. Yeah, okay. Oh, look, they've got two sizes as an example here. They've got yep. like a standard like MXR mini, size and yeah. then like a the mini one. Mm-hmm. I dig it, man. Good times. I love this kind of stuff. Sure. I like the ones that have like the half shelf or the three quarter shelf on the top. That like did the, where the top rail doesn't go like all the way across the width. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. V Agreement. Cool. All right, we should move on. Sure. Hey, <laughs> okay. so are we going to do, we're going to, I had been shy about tr- doing these live pedal demo things because I was like thinking I shouldn't do that and it was probably crappy, but... I've been encouraged by the feedback that I've gotten saying that people actually like it. So now I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> so y'all are in for it now. I'm just going to like do that all the time. Um, yeah, I mean, let her rip. Do you have to get set up? I can go first in the meantime. Uh, sure, but let's read the ad. It's time for the Pedals Genies. Pedals 
Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want, send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Nice. Darn tootin'. All right, um, I'll go first. Okay. Okay, I did mention this on the last episode when we were with the Tone Jerks, um, but I had the Bogner Ecstasy Red, and now I am fully prepared to talk about it. I've been holding on to it this whole time and, and mm-hmm. playing it here and there. And Cool. God damn it. <laughs> this fun, is huh? a hold on to your... What? Fun, huh? Fun is an uh, understatement of the century. <laughs> it's right. um. This is a hold on to your butts kind of pedal. So the Ecstasy Red is one of Bogner's older pedals, not part of that new, like, Rupert Neve stuff. Mm-hmm. Newer Rupert Neve stuff. They did two of these, uh, the Ecstasy Red and the Ecstasy Blue. And then I also had the Uber Shawl, which was part of this original line. I had that. that was a really high-gain pedal. Right, um, right. But these are all... These are truly amp-in-a-box pedals, and I think they are some of the early pedals that really kind of started that trend. So... Amp in a box thing is really, it's all over the place now. And I think yeah. I probably said some of these same things when I had the Ubershaw, but it's probably, it's kind of a, a gimmicky selling point thing now because everybody can make a pedal, like a, it's a front end of an amp in a pedal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, a lot of them sound really good, but this is kind of one of the ones where they all stem from, I think. So it's just so there's it's like it's like simple, three gain ranges, right? Like the black is the highest, the red's probably in the middle, and the blue is the lowest. I think so. It's based on the channels of those original Bogner amps. So they had okay. a red channel, a blue channel, and then the Ubershaw is a different amp entirely. Mm-hmm. But um, they they broke out the channels of those amps into these pedals. Okay. Um, okay. So it's like a double wide pedal. It's got a built in boost. So we've got a bypass switch and a boost switch. A quick note on these switches. They are some of the greatest foot switches I've ever tried. <laughs> They're really different than your standard, like standard pedal foot switch. They're extremely stiff and they push back really hard. Mm, so like okay. once you click it in, it is shoot. It bounces way back <laughs> real fast. GTFO. And it's they're very clicky. Um, I don't know if that's helpful at all, but they. This is um, <laughs> here we go. This is a regular one. So like it's the sound, not that the sound matters, but there is so much <laughs> resistance in in the switch to activate it. You got to push this thing hard, uh-huh. like from the, from the minute it like it's stiff just sitting there. Like a lot of these pedal switches, you can push it about halfway down before it engages. Yeah, you can't do that with this. It is just very articulate. It is very like <laughs> on or off. It's great. 
So um, other than that, it's a pretty simple operation, just in and out, and there's a remote switch, so you can just toggle this from elsewhere if you have this in a rack or something. Uh Uh, Then we've got volume, treble, middle, bass, and gain. And that's it, because that's what's on the amp. There's uh, a bunch of switches. One will control the variac on or off. There's a three-way toggle for mode, which is basically the tightness control. So we've got tight, mellow, and full. Uh-huh. Then there's a pre-EQ, pre-EQ uh, labeled B1, B2, and N. I have not really looked into what this means exactly, but I'm thinking it must be different uh, pre-EQ options over certain Bogner amps. So Bogner 1, Bogner 2, and then maybe neutral. Yeah, okay, sure. And then structure, uh, there's a three-way toggle for 100, 101, and 20th. And I, again, have not two, looked yeah, into what that Two different means. versions of the amp and a 20th anniversary. Got to be. That's got to be it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the boost is a, uh, there's like two little trim pots, like, like mini pots, underneath the volume. And then one under the volume, one under the gain. And you can, oh, it basically gives you pots. new controls. Yeah, so you can, new controls for the volume and gain when you engage the boost. Okay. Yeah. So as I mentioned on the last episode, my only like one last percent problem with this pedal is that you can't control the mids with the boost. Because I would really love it if you could give the mids just a little something on top. So you want a third trim pot for a different setting for the middle knob. Or, or the EQ in general or something, like a more of a sweepable, sure. just like a tone or something like that. Yeah. Because this, control? all the, hey now, all the boost does is increase the volume and the gain. Uh-huh. And between those, obviously you can get some great sounds. But I think if you want the tone to stand out in the mix without necessarily just being more volume, uh, swapping the EQ a little bit would be a good way to do that. Right, right. That being said, it is absolutely not a deal breaker. This thing kicks so much ass. And the other Bogner pedal I tried kicked a ton of ass too. This is lower gain. It's definitely more in my wheelhouse as far mm-hmm. as kind of gain level. It sounds awesome. And I'm a little bit worried that the demo I made is not going to flex how it sounds in a room. Huh. But, you know, when people say, oh, it's like it's very amp-like, I, I have found <laughs> that that's really more of a feel thing when you're playing it yeah. Than, yeah. than how you can hear it. So you're just going to have to take my word for it that it, it definitely feels like it's changing what my amp is and what my amp is doing. Mm-hmm. It sounds great. And, and it's unfortunately 300 bucks, but <laughs> it's also, <laughs> it's a boutique amp. Right, right. So... They also have redesigned this pedal. I have the double wide one, the original design. They now make a smaller version of this. Okay. Um, Wagner Red. It's a. I think it's got a few, few less features. Let's see if I can find. The, oh no! Even their website has the old one. Is it, maybe is it the mini? Do they actually make a different pedal entirely? I thought they updated this one. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Come on, Sweetwater. Okay, so this has... Oh, this is a demo unit from Sweetwater for only $179. Oh, wow. Uh, same, same volume and EQ controls, but no boost. So then it's got uh, like a high and low gain mode, the pre-EQ, B1, B2, and N, and then Variac on and off. Oh, and then, oh, look at this. On the back, this one has... The Mini has a mid-EQ frequency trim pot. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. I see you, Wagner. I see what you're doing. Ecstasy Red, damn. 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 Sounds dope. Well done, Bob. That's what I got. It's your turn. (laughs) All right. So here's what's going to happen with me. Um, I don't know anything about this pedal, and we're digging it out (laughs) for the first time together. So let's see how quickly this goes. Uh, So my pedal this week, and actually for a while now, was the Chemist Atomic Modulator from Matthew's Effects. And um, it's currently hooked up and plugged in. I'm just going to switch on this amp and... um, All right. What's the the amp? Uh, This is the Angle Savage 120. Okay. It's doing... Boy, this guitar stays in tune wonderfully these days. Another, Another plug for... For the uh, uh, the ratio tuners from GraphTech, because they're I was just ridiculous. I can't believe, like I knew I wanted new new tuners. Like I put these on my acoustic guitar as well, and it's just a totally different animal. It's it's so much easier to get in tune. It stays in tune so much better. Everything about it is just a hundred percent great. I am um, so worth the very money. very pleased with the vintage Cluson style tuners I have on my Tele. Mm-hmm. I am always blown away at how well it stays in tune for just a basic vintage tuner. Sure, sure. Anyway. Okay, well, yeah, anyway, this is the the Angle Savage 120 with um all, all knobs on the center at the on the crunch channel into a uh let's see. This is a it's using a uh, a dual rectifier cab with vintage 30s. Nice. And uh, apparently, this rec- was recorded with a Neumann CMV563, which is a swanky ass tube mic that looks like a lollipop. Oh, I'm gonna... Huh? I'm going to Google it. Oh, you're going to Google a CMV563? CMV563. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing you said it again because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. The point is, it's a tube mic. Uh, it looks good. It's not a looks, 57 or something, you know. Which looks is, like it's a good a mic that sounds good. Wow. The, these are quite expensive. They are. Yeah. Um, Rich has yeah, one the, at the monastery. It's fun. We I use it on all kinds of things. A lot of used vocals. price is floating right around three to four thousand dollars. Yep. Okay. They're Continue. they're also I think they can be a multi capsule mic too. Like you change the capsule out to change the pattern. Oh neat. Um but yeah, it's a it's a fun little guy. Uh okay. So anyway, this is the chemist. Um so it, this bad boy has six knobs, uh two three way toggle switches, and two foot switches that seem to independently activate and deactivate different things. So I'm gonna turn one of them on. Oh look. I'm going to twist some knobs here. So 
reaction catalyst formula, I think what it comes down to is I've got two pedals. So the six knobs seem to be reaction catalyst and formula on both sides. So I'm on the, the bottom switch. So yeah, I'm adjusting kind of parameters of this fun. How do I change anything? It sounds like a exaggerated chorus or something. Yeah, it's like a slow. Oh, I found, okay, so the top controls are using the bottom switch, it seems like. Yeah, that's a speed. Kind of a depth control there to turn everything up. Oh, boy, it's getting wild now. Okay, so we'll put everything back to new. So these three toggle switches are going to be... Okay, uh, so let's see. Three modulation algorithms. Cobalt, which is chorus or vibrato. Lithium, which is an octave. And iridium, which is a phaser. Hmm. Okay, so... Ooh, octaves. So are you using... (laughs) You're using the secondary foot switch to jump between the modes? No. No? What is this? Oh, weird. I can't figure out what I'm doing. All I did was <laughs> flick one of the toggles and it engaged an octave. That's very poggy. Oh, wait, what's on the side of this thing? There's another jack. It's not labeled. Ooh, that's fun. Oh, wait a minute. So look, on the side of the pedal... Yeah. There's two little um, like mini toggle switches, top and bottom, and they're iridium, cobalt, and lithium. Uh, okay, so on, on my each. version, those are on the front of the pedal. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at a, an updated version, maybe. Yeah, the one with the one that's all purple and black. I don't have that one. Mine's mine's okay. like a copper color. Um, okay. But I, what I can't figure out is anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now I engage that thing again. Let's put this uh, the other way. 60s, 12 string, yeah. Oh, I think I see the one that you have. (laughs) So what is the two foot switches? No, no, no. Let's turn the other one on. All right, I'm going to turn the first one off now. So now only the top switch is on. Now I can't tell that anything's happening. Is it a preset? It sounds exactly the same. But does it toggle a preset when the pedal's engaged? Yeah, so, okay, so when the bottom switch is on, the top one changes something, but I don't know what. And it does, uh, it seems to do go. nothing I by itself. It. I found it. It's called okay. the alt switch. Yeah. Um, so, oh, okay, this is about the V2, which you don't have. But it says, what, what sets the Chemist V2 apart from other pedals is the alt controls. The three knobs on the top row of the pedal are duplicated on the bottom row, giving you two different setting sounds, when you, uh, which you can jump between. Oh. Okay. okay, so I'm going to turn all the knobs down on the bottom and all the knobs up on the top. And now, so here's our sound. Okay, and now I'm going to push the top switch. And it basically returns oh, yeah. to zero. Okay, so so it's a it's a preset in the sense that it just switches which knobs I'm paying attention to. It switches which part of the pedal is working, right. the top or the bottom. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. So the bottom switch is a bypass. The top switch is which knobs are you paying attention to? Yes. Got it. <laughs> 
All right, so now I got to play with these toggles, and I and I guess I'm just combining these effects. So, um, okay, so cobalt, which is chorus vibrato, is in the center. So I, it seems like I've got two. Well, I wonder if these are for the top and the bottom. So I could have a totally different effect. So I could throw, um, let's throw lithium on the top. Okay, so octave. Yeah. Great. And then the bottom, we'll throw iridium. Uh, Which is a phaser. Phaser. Yeah, okay. So basically, the pedal can be a chorus slash vibrato, an octave, or a phaser. Mm -hmm. And it can have, basically, it's got two of, of itself in itself. Mm -hmm. So you just pick any two settings that can be either the same effect or different effects, and then you can swap between them. I get yeah. it. And so then you can you, have like a you can you can have like two phaser sounds available, or a chorus and octaves, or right. yeah, any combination of those three. Right, and the reaction knob is a mix knob. The catalyst is the speed, and it's the on on octave mode. It's a mix. And then formula controls the delay time of the choruses, the resonance of the phaser, and the lower octave mix. Oh, that's good. Okay, so Ooh. we got to go for some octaves here. We got to play with this octave. Uh, back to octave. Listen to that. That's cool. What am I doing? Uh -huh. This is very resonant. Turn the resonance down. Oh, Sounds there so it jangly. is. So there's the lower octave. Oh, yeah, yeah, So you got a high octave and a lower octave. Yeah, so I can make a pog out of this, really. I can turn them right, both so up. Right, you so you get the three-octave range, right? Oh, they're slightly delayed, too. That's fun. So you get the natural octave of the guitar, then plus right. one to minus one. So if I put them at 50%, I should be getting all three all mixed together. So add all the lows. Is that the highs? I don't know which one's which. I can't. The pedal's like way off to my right, and I can't actually read the, what it says on it. <laughs> There's the lows. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Sweet. Hey, so that's what it's like, everybody, when Justin works his way through a new pedal that he's never played before without reading the directions. We did it. It's not that bad. I mean, this this one could have been a lot worse, I guess, but that makes perfect sense to me. Um, yeah, it's it's a weirdo modulation. I love that flexibility of having different settings. I think that's a that's you know now having played it, that's like a really key thing to getting sounds like this into your music. Like if you're playing in a band, yeah. because yeah. you can't always be just like reaching down and twisting knobs. Like at least now you've got two settings, and it's not you know a Strymon. You know you didn't yes. you didn't pay Strymon money for it. Hopefully, oh so yeah, only two hundred bucks for this guy. Actually, I'm looking at their other pedals. They all follow this format. Okay, great. It's They've like a got platform. a fuzz, uh, delay, reverb, um, celestial reverb, overdrive, mm -hmm. and boost, and then the one you have. Wow, mm -hmm. I bet that overdrive boost would be dope because you could have like kind yeah. of a main sound and then a booster built right in. Right. Yeah, I, oh, I like the multi settings. Wow, the, the boost has uh, silicon and germanium clipping or no clipping. Ooh. And then the okay. boost, it says, well, it says lift. I would assume that means none. 
clean, clean gain, clean. kind of. And then boost is silicon or MOSFET. Ah. Ne- That's a good idea. Neato. Oh, what's the fuzz have? <laughs> what the oh, f- what the fuzz have built the in the USA? A, never mind. The fuzz does not follow that formula, right. but the other ones do. So these are these are uh, cute uh, uh, soft touch switches. Mm-hmm. Um, makes them feel kind of. One of them's a, the 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 alternate switch, like the alt switch, is a lot higher, like off the surface of the pedal. Um, oh, is it? Which I oh yeah, look at which that. I dig because by the time you reach up and hit that, your foot would be hitting the knobs. So this keeps it above the knobs. It's just um. Now is that that one looks pretty standard? Is the other one lower than a standard pedal? No, I would say the other one is perfectly normal. the The one okay. that's up top is like raised like a half an inch. It's just got like a half an inch collar of threads. Cool. Um, it's just like a deep switch. It's poking nice. way out of the surface of this guy. Yeah, the the height difference in the switches is much more pronounced on my version as well. Oh, okay, okay. They may have kind of refined this whole design a little bit by putting those switches on the side. But anyway, whatever. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. The expression... Oh, wait a minute. It's got a few things. So it, one, Oh, wait, the new version path. has two extra jacks. Yeah, so it's got, the new one's got an expression jack like you would kind of see... Yeah. Any expression. Then it's got the alt jack out, which allows you to control the alt and bypass switch remotely using a TRS cable. Okay. Hmm. So it's like a remote. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, for, so for could, placement, we could use a pedal it. board. Yeah. Um, you could use a pedal switcher to activate it, or yeah. if you had like a rack set up with this pedal in the rack, your your multi-switcher could operate this thing. Right on. Right Dope. On. Okay. Well, that's the new version. Good, good. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. So, thanks, Pedal Genie. Um, we like you a lot. You send us cool pedals. And if you want to sign up for Pedal Genie, go tell them you heard about it on the Tone Control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cheers, mate. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, uh, thanks, Pedal Genie. You guys are the best. And uh, tell them you heard about it on the Tone Control. Do do it with your face. Or your, your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To type with. Depends. But uh, all right. Hey, you know what? Um, it was not not a big news week. And I think it was because, again, it felt like we were really far between episodes for some reason. So mm. I just didn't really look actively for as much stuff. <laughs> but hey, you know, not every episode should needs I, to be a banger. <laughs> should I look in my email if there's something? I uh, will have more stuff next week for sure. Um, yeah. I already know, you know, check this out, Justin. I already know we have another Righteous Ryan for next time. Okay. So that'll be fun. Rad. And Oh, actually, next time uh, I'll give an update on the Righteous Ryan guitar build, too. Oh, yeah. So we've got some news there, but um, this is already running a little bit long. So, okay. uh, you know, you could just come back next time if you want to hear about that. Come or back don't. next I, time. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? You got anything else? Uh, not really. I, I already mentioned... All the kid stuff I've been dealing with, right? So that's basically my whole thing. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, we're, my band Delaney is about to enter into the, oh God, we have a lot of shows time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, we have two next week, so that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of struggling with like, uh, are we, what are we going to go over at practice? Like all of our shows are so back-to-back, we don't really need to practice the songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Because like... I mean, we when have you're playing shows. enough, you don't have. Yeah, you know, it is itself practice, right? Um, but we are also, 
getting added to other things now. We're doing yet another emo night, which is going to oh. be super fun. So we're going to learn a bunch of more songs for that. Mm. Um, we're doing some other stuff that are like more festival type shows or like kind of big party shows that are going to be like, you know, we have an hour and a half set or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. And we have to pad it with um, covers and stuff because we just don't have that much music. But um, it's fun. It's still kicking ass. So right on. if you're... I don't know if you're in New Hampshire and want to come. If you're a New Englander, want to come hang out at a show, find us on Facebook, Delaney the band. No, Delaney.nh or something like that. I don't know. Just find it. (laughs) Just Um, Google Delaney pants optional. (laughs) You'll find it. Can you buy that domain Um, right now? Quick. (laughs) Let's find out. Let's not. (laughs) Let's not. (laughs) Um, Okay. And that's it, I guess. Thanks for coming back and hanging out with us, even though it's just us this time. Right, right. <laughs> hey, so when you see those signs that say no shirt, no shoes, no service, like if I just walked in there wearing just a shirt and shoes, they have to serve <laughs> me, right? No shirt, no shoes, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I let people know I go to the beach once a year. <laughs> that's how I let them know I'm fly. Yep. <laughs> I think technically, yes, though. I mean, it doesn't you, say not to. I assume you're wearing nothing underwear? else. Yeah, no, that's right. Nothing else. That's exactly nothing. right, Derek. You're what totally, you're, you're the thing you were thinking, which was wearing nothing else. That is correct. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, getting, a, getting a little rowdy over here. Yep, that's right. We're starting to reference '90s television. Let's <laughs> uh, let's say goodnight to the good folks, Derek. Okay. Uh, to, Unless you listen to this in the morning, in which case, good morning. Have, Have a good day at work, you know friends. What? Have a great day. Yeah. Uh, remember to like, comment, and subscribe, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Tell your friends about the show, and uh, that's it. I guess we'll see you next time. Okay. Peace. Oh, that's a new one for me. (laughs) 